From the Insta community, this is Spread the Word, a podcast brought to you by Gia. We hope to spread awareness of gender-related topics and issues by interviewing people from our campus. In this episode, Gia interviewed Ashima, a sophomore who loves math. We discussed the gender disparities in the STEM community that create stigma against marginalized groups and how she's been affected due to her identity. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our second episode of Spread the Word from Gia. Today, we are here with Ashima, where we'll be speaking about intersectionality and being a woman in male-dominant aspects of STEM. So our first question for you is, as a female interested in STEM, have there been any situations in which you felt out of place due to your gender identity? Yeah, so my gender identity, I identify as cisgender uh, female. And I also like am very interested in math, specifically physics and just you know pure math. And because of that, I participate in math team and other math Olympiads outside of school where I'm really exposed to men. A lot of cisgender men, <laughs> right? Um, usually they're Asian or white, but what's in common is that I'm always feeling isolated because usually like there's always the people who are the best at math. And before IMSA, obviously, I was one of the best and like participated a lot in those math teams. And what happened was a lot of people who were also really interested in math, really passionate about it, were also men. So I just felt alone because the men and the guys were always alone. Like I was isolated and they hung out, they talked amongst each other and it was very normalized for them to talk about math. But when I talked about it with my friends, a lot of my friends are also female and they weren't as interested in math which is a pattern i kind of see because not a lot of girls go into math and stem just as a whole because of you know society norms and etc but especially math so i just felt alone and i felt like because i'm female i'm inferior to them because i'm different and it's just me being feminine kind of just detracted from me being like good at math in my opinion also, I think um, I've had like very similar experiences being a female interested in computer science, and I feel like a lot of times, like especially in like classroom settings, a lot of the boys will like group together and work on stuff together, and they'll be given a lot more attention by the teacher in lots of ways, and so like we're just made to feel excluded in that sense. Yeah, and I think like in math team, like let's say there's a hard problem that the people are trying to crack. I think the coaches will like give more attention to the guys who are like trying to crack it. Oh, they're like so intense about it. Mm-hmm. While I'm there sitting quietly just trying to do my stuff. I feel like it's very stereotypical of like girls. Like they just do what they're assigned and that's it. While guys are like, ass- the people assume that guys are just gonna do more than what's required because they're like out there and they're gonna explore anything. Have you ever had to like experience like getting mansplained? I remember one time I was playing playing Connect Four and someone was like I was playing with a man of course and he's like oh you're doing it wrong and I'm like it's just a game he's like but then he started like mansplaining game strategy to me and I was like what? Connect Four? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Has that ever happened like in the math team or anything like that? Yeah. How did it make you feel? Um, there was someone I'm not I'm gonna be honest he was not as good as me in math, Mm -hmm. right? But I was like quietly doing my work again because 
there's just a lot of guys and i have nothing wrong with just communicating with guys and talking with them but i'm just a little shy right so, especially because they're different and so i'm just quietly doing my work and i'm trying to like i've solved this hard problem and this is in eighth grade and this guy comes up to me and he's like do you know how to solve this problem and i'm like yeah and then we're talking about it and he's like well that's that part is wrong because of this and this i don't remember like the exacts of it but i just was being gaslighted <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> no. lie right no. i was just being gaslighted and I had the right answer, like as said by the coach, so I didn't understand why I was being mansplained, but I guess it's just because I was so shy and like, you know, a girl. I feel like that's an experience that is like really common, especially here at IMSA. Like yeah. I've experienced that a lot more here than I ever did at home. Yeah. Especially like I remember my sophomore year in SI physics. People <laughs> just love to explain things to me right. and like I, we would be doing group work and like I would get the right answer and people would be like no and are you sure like, hey wait wait you did that no I didn't I did it right yeah. and I think that like is such a problem here because it discourages women from going to those higher level classes yeah because exactly. you feel like it's gaslighting right it is and it makes you feel like you Inferior, can't do it yeah, yeah. like right. all these people know more than you when in actuality like that's not the case yeah. yeah, and I'm just trying to be humble. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to gaslight you them in back. Like, yeah. I'm humble, but they're not. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> so shifting gears a little bit to talk more about identity, how does the intersection of your identities being queer and female impact the way you're perceived in STEM? Yeah, I feel like, um, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but an enigma. I don't know if that's the right word. But it's just, again, I'm shy, right? And... I don't like outwardly express that I'm queer or lesbian. Um, it's really not part of my appearance because I am not out to my parents and I can't dress in that way. But it's just, I feel like I'm hiding a secret, like a very big secret that's like keeping me from like being out, like defined as a math nerd. Because there are a certain st- set of stereotypes that are associated with a math nerd. One of them is just, you know, being guy. Like, it may be like biology is like more towards females and like a lot of females do tend to excel in that but I think because like I hid myself like I'm not out and I'm caught in the closet I think just keeping that I feel like that's just like a barrier like mentally like this is just inner homophobia talking right but there's like a barrier from being like a good like Indian child basically like someone who's a good Asian child who's good at math because I'm not straight like homophobia is a very big thing in Asian families and Asian society and that honestly intersects with me being math uh, being like interested in math because Asian society a lot of people and a lot of um, children are expected to be good at STEM and to be good at STEM, you have to be disciplined, you have to be smart, you have to be, most importantly, straight. So I think because I'm not, like, filling that criteria, that's just keeping me, like, as a secret. And these guys, like, they're not, they're not very, like, socially progressive, I would say. Some of them are definitely homophobic. And just outing myself while also being this this like shy girl like doing math team, I just think will out me like or just differentiate me from them more. 
Yeah, that's definitely something I feel like is a very common experience across, like, a bunch of different people, like, here and outside of IMSA. You know, I think that's definitely a sentiment that is shared very widely. And yeah. it's something that we should all talk about more, because I think that's how we deconstruct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a lot of, like, queer people are expected not to go into STEM, but, like, maybe political science or art, right? And when people think that of you, there's like a negative stereotype, obviously, surrounding queer people that they're not going to be good at like these hard subjects. And like, that really doesn't apply. And that really is keeping me from like coming out to a lot of my friends here at IMSA, because I don't want to be like thought less of just because I'm queer. Like, I'm still that person who's interested in that. So that's like should be talked about at IMSA too. I think it goes to the point of like how much harder it can be to be a person of a marginalized identity in a space where you do not see anyone like yourself. Yeah, Yeah, it's like two marginalized identities Mm -hmm. in STEM, like girls especially, uh, because like at Harvard, the percent of degrees, like the percent of like math degrees like each gender has is 20% for women and men the rest. So there's already a gender disparity there, but then the like disparity between like straight people and queer people is just a lot more probably. Yeah. I guess like sort of in a similar vein, um, do you believe that society should be doing more or doing better to empower women in STEM and like how could they do that? Yeah, I think just getting rid of stereotypes. I know one stereotype is that if a girl is going to STEM, she's probably going to be a doctor or like going into bio. Or like a nurse. Right, a nurse, like second to a man. Of course. (laughs) Right, and taking care of patients because that's like her inner ability, like taking care of kids and taking care of people. I think just getting rid of those stereotypes that women have to go into like, I guess gentle like areas rather than areas like math or physics or computer science that require a lot of brain work and like a lot of logic i think just getting rid of those stereotypes is one thing and that could look like encouraging more like i actually educating because there are math competitions that exist in the status quo for women and clubs like girls who code uh, that exist to empower girls to go into that educating people on why like they exist is really really important because a lot of guys on math team again mm-hmm. really were like why do we need that why is it just for girls and just have having people learn about that is the first step yeah. in going towards that but then the other step after that's done like why we need a space for females to be in stem and like have a safe space where they look up to you know older female girls like they have role models like to go themselves because that can like make them feel like they're normal for going into that and that they like so they can be basically empowered i definitely think it's important that we just have like more representation of inspiring like females in stem because i feel like growing up i wasn't really introduced that many so Mm -hmm. it definitely like i feel like it internally like without even like me realizing it it kind of just like made me like less interested in even like pursuing it because I yeah. didn't even think it was a possibility because like it wasn't really um, popularized for it to be like, oh yeah, you should do this. I guess going into the topic, uh, you kind of mentioned a little bit, but have you found any other resources intended for women in STEM to be helpful and in what ways? So 
just the resources I talked about, yeah. mm-hmm. just creating a safe space for girls to go into STEM. I think those resources, like Girls Who Code, our Society of Women Engineers at IMSA, and math competitions for women like that are designed for girls and other people who just don't identify as cisgender male. I think that's just the most important thing, like creating representation. And I think just being surrounded by like people, like with the same gender identity, going towards the same like thing that you want, like in any case, is just more empowering and encouraging because you're not, there's no hierarchy present. You guys are all the same. And I think just creating that safe space to respect each other and any of those resources that create that safe space are really, really important. So like any societies for women that go into different professions. I think that sort of ties into a conversation that we had at one of the geo reading groups about um, the importance of groups like that. Because when you're in a space where it's like all women who are coding or all women who do math, it makes you're no longer like the girl who codes you can just be the person who codes and you don't have to be like perfect because it takes some of the pressure away because if you're like the only girl who is on a coding team there's a pressure that you have to represent well and you have to do the most in order to like set a good example and to like show that like it can be done whereas i think when you're surrounded by other women and other people of marginalized identities that pressure sort of goes away and then since you mentioned girls who code one of my favorite ted talks is by the girls who code founder um, Rashma sajani and it's called brave not perfect and so she basically talks about how the gender gap in stem exists partially because young girls are brought up by society um, to only do the things that they know they'll be good at whereas boys are often brought up to feel comfortable taking risks which is something that you often have to do when you're going into stem um, so I was just wondering what you think of this idea and if it's something you feel like you've witnessed or experienced in your life. Yeah, I definitely have experienced because, again, there is a pressure to, like, represent, like, I guess your identity mm-hmm. and be good at it because otherwise people just assume, oh, they're bad at it. Yeah. Right? Not like that. Yeah. So they'll underestimate you a lot. And just because of that, there's a pressure, and that pressure can discourage girls, while boys, like, can be bad and it's just because that person is bad or they're trying out something right like if a guy is like getting stuff wrong on math team it's because like he's like that person not because he's a guy well a girl can like get stuff wrong but it's because she's a girl and like she's wasting her time on like fashion and or anything else you know like that's not math and devoting her time to it and it's not dedicated which we see also in the workplace right so I think those like basically like thoughts and like those stereotypes mm-hmm. kind of do play into that and that really discourages girls to like go into those like places and experiences. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, so I think that was all the questions we had for you, but do you have any like closing remarks you would like to say to anyone who's listening right now? Yeah, I think just don't be discouraged even if you're not like everyone else who's labeled as smart if you're not like your friends and you're different from them go into stem or go into whatever you want because you can be the first to do that and it's hard and it's making you different and people will underestimate you like they have to me 
and to the numerous amount of people and girls and queer people who are going to STEM. But don't let that stop you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know what Gia is up to, please follow us at gia.imsa and join our Facebook group titled Gender Equity Association. We hope you were able to take something away from this episode and as always, be sure to spread the word.